0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic
1: Basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. b 5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is
0: presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981.
1: High screen from Franz. Now Kell spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can Now, here's your host, Dante
0: Marcatelli. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. The Orlando Magic in action last night. Close out their mini two-game homestand, and they fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves last night. That is a juggernaut. That is a good-looking team that is probably not going to lose many games from here to the end of the season, and they looked like it last night, 113-92. to Magic got to get healthy They're led in scoring by Mo Wagner with 21 points. Very impressive, 20 for Jalen Suggs, who continues to shoot it from long range. Four more threes last night for Jalen Suggs. But the Timberwolves, they're led by Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points. He goes for six rebounds. Then you get 21 points, 12 rebounds for Rudy Gobert. And on a night where Anthony Edwards goes for six points, he picked up early fouls, finishes with uh, three fouls on the night, picks up three fouls, has to sit about midway through the second quarter. And the Timberwolves are able to survive. So, Jake, lots to get to, lots to lots to point out. But I think first and foremost, you could see with the number one defense in the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves last night, that the, the, in the way the Magic were shooting the three, there was a feeling, or at least I had a, a sneaky suspicion that this might be an easy night to kind of settle for the long ball. <laughs> you know, and I don't, and I think a lot of teams that's kind of going to be their philosophy. It seemed like that was a little bit of the case there last night but regardless that's an unbelievable Minnesota team that did whatever they wanted a little bit too much settling and not getting back enough in transition you and basically Minnesota got anything they wanted last night
1: yeah it that was what i think what makes them different is the size i mean obviously like you talk about the size as far as towns and gobergo um but you know jaden mcdaniel's for instance anytime he was guarding paulo bancaro you felt like we would have a size advantage there and McDaniels is stout. You know, he's, he he can move his feet, but he also can hold his ground against a guy like Paolo, which there aren't too many guys in the league who can do that. And when you have, you know, a, a smart fourth defender like Mike Conley, a juggernaut like Anthony Edwards, who has not, who did not play well last night, um, only scored six points, was in foul trouble, you didn't really need him. Then you go with Nas Reed off the bench, right? Oh, they just they come with waves of guys. And, and I actually do think depth might be, um, An issue. Kyle Anderson is, is a big wing as well. Now, all of a sudden, they're striking the floor on you in, in basically every area of the floor. So defensively, you saw sort of proof positive the versatility. They went to zone a lot and we had absolutely no answer for that. Um, I think Chris Finch has done a great job. And, mm. you know, when you're getting I mean, Kravitz turned to me a couple times and he said, I've never seen Carl Anthony Towns play like that, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Kravitz Kravitz watches enough to know that Towns has it locked in right now, and he's a guy who has kind of you know vacillated back and forth um, throughout his career. I think he's in the perfect spot where Gobert is taking the pressure off him defensively, Edwards is taking the pressure off him offensively and in terms of being the face of the franchise, and he can just kind of go out and play. Um, one interesting thing, is you, they have a whole lot of cap issues down the road. I mean, they sure. they have extended sure. themselves and paid a whole bunch of guys, so they're kind of well, all and in they have no year
0: and they have no draft capital. They went yeah, all they in for that Rudy Gobert, Gobert Rudy Gobert Absolutely. deal.
1: So it's it, so it, it's my... it, it's sort of all or nothing with that group. But um, it, but I think you're seeing it. It feels like they're playing that way. They're really good team, and I kind of had a feel. I mean, settling for the threes, one thing. Look, yeah. Dante. We're playing the we're playing the Green Goblins thirty minutes. A okay,
0: night. so that's the next point. So that so exactly exactly right. So here we go. So that was point number one, right? That 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 I, I think it would be easy that you don't want it to happen, but I think it would be easy to fall into the trap. And Brian said it in the pregame show. You know, you see those giants in the middle, especially Rudy Gobert, and it's like, all right, you know what? And we're the best three point shooting team in the NBA. The last three games, let's let it fly. They end up knocking down what thirteen of them last night. They end up out shooting. Uh, Minnesota by one uh, from beyond the arc last night, but that's not when you have a shot blocker like Gobert. You got to go at him, and you got to go at him, and he, you can draw him away from the basket, and that's where you got to have cutters, and you got to have movement, and you yep. can score in the paint. I think you had 14 points in the paint in the first half, yep. right? You flip the script, the second half you won, and when there was this was a 34 point deficit that you trimmed to 20, and if you could have got another three or two, this thing was down to you know could have got it down to 15 ish. You know, and I think things get a little bit uh, a little bit tight. So credit to everybody; they never quit. You started the game with nine, with eight, bot with ten bodies. You started the game with ten bodies. Cole couldn't finish in the second half, so you finished with nine bodies, uh, and two of them were sick. Right? So Anthony Black, a- Anthony Black, and Goga Bataze are trying. They're getting closer. They're battling, but they're still not hundred percent from this illness that's been going through the team. Markell wasn't feeling well, right? And even if he was, that's just his second game back. So, really, technically, you finish with six guys, <laughs> You're leading scorer. And it was the night that Paulo had a rough first half, but still to his credit, he plowed through. And I thought the big thing to me, Jake, on a night where paulo has been rolling, he's been, you know, he's been 40 point this night. He's been three straight nights of 40 minutes. Coach Mosley went up to him. They're down 28, 30 and said, okay, you know, it's time, right? Uh, get you out of there. And, and you have a chance to have the rest of the night off because you played big minutes. Not coming out. And I thought that, to me, that was huge because he had, he had kind of found a little bit of a rhythm there in that third quarter. But it's like, no, I, these guys are out here. I'm going to be out here with them. And I thought for your superstar, in fact, Brian, he didn't know that had happened, but Brian Hill post-game show gave him the ball. He's like, he's like my baller tonight is Paolo for being out there with this team and gutting it out. You, you find out a lot about your superstars when the thing gets away. Do you just mail it in for the night or do you dig deep to try to bring your team back? And that's what he did in addition to coach mosey said he could have pulled the shoot and he didn't do it i i, I was impressed all the way around
1: yeah and, and and you could even see where he played 35 minutes when they, when he finally did get the the hook, which was what 3 4 minutes left in the game i mean it was the whole thing was completely decided i right. I, I could see from where i was broadcasting the game a visible sigh oh no don't pull me out yeah right <laughs> he and, wanted and, to and finish right and, okay at, there at you that go wait he did he, he allowed coach but wisely okay let's not let's not Risk anything crazy right, 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 when right. when Chris Finch is, is is putting in Troy Brown Jr. Um and and Shake Melton's getting his first burn of the night. Okay, I think which by fine.
0: the way, there's two 39 career three point shooters that can't get on the floor that are just sitting there waiting. Right, there's another team with all these all these shooters. But but you were saying about the Green Goblins and that that's last night was the perfect example. You needed Wendell Carter Jr. and Jonathan Isaac last night. You needed those guys with the size. That's the advantage that this magic team has. They can throw size after size. You've got Golger, you, you've got Goga, you've got Wagner, you've got his brother Franz, right? Who I think is close as well. You've got guys that are out right now that you got to start getting some bodies back, especially on this four-game road trip.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, you're just completely hampered with what you're able to do. And God bless Schuma and Caleb and Trevelin. They've been fantastic, but this team wasn't designed for those guys to play. I mean. The last four games, Schumann and Caleb are both over 30 minutes a night. And Treble and Queen is playing 25 minutes a game. I had to go home and pull it last night and look at it because I'm going, the fact that we're not getting blown out night in and night out is yeah, that right, And it's, right, right. I think it speaks to Paolo and Jamal and, and those guys. And those guys stepped in. And, look, Caleb had a career night. Caleb turned 21 years old yesterday. We can't, And he's a second-round pick. We can't expect him to make seven threes every night. Um, and and score twenty five points. So you you figured there was going to be a little bit of a you know regression to the mean. Sure, sure. Um, this is as far as the long ball went, he was two for ten. Chuma was one for eight. They had rough shooting nights, and that happens. Um, but the bottom line is, right now you don't have any other options. Like you you you're, right. you got to roll with those guys. There is no okay. He's off tonight. Let me see. Let me see what I got. When I look down the bench, there is nothing down the bench. And God bless Cole for trying. We know. I mean, I I had a feeling. If the rest of the roster wasn't as banged up, Cole would have sat a few games with that. Oh with yes, that, um, with yes, that yes. And gotten it right, and he didn't have that luxury. Um, no, so he's right. trying to fight through it, and, and potentially, and you know, knock on wood, we gotta hope he doesn't make it worse by trying to play through it, because a, a lot of times that's that's how you injure something else when you're compensating for something and going out there and trying to gut through a performance. So it's a tough time of the year. Two days off. I mean, that it could not have Huge. come at a better time right Huge. now, right? Um, And then we go out on the road for for a brutal set of games as well. Um, You're right. It's it, it hurts to be that shorthanded. It really hurts to be down those two bigs when you talk about Wendell and Ji. I mean, you know, just think about the beginning of the season. What the starting lineup looked. Oh yeah. Like and oh, where absolutely. We are at this point. Who has started? You know, Goga started what uh, almost 30 games. I think you've gotten right. so much out of Anthony Black. You you do kind and of you're, really and, th- and you're and you're a half a game out that. of fourth, and you're a half a
0: game out of fourth right. with all the games that are lost. But I gotta think if I'm Wendell, if I'm Isaac, if I'm you know Joe Ingles high ankle sprain. The guy's 36. You can understand that the injury history for both Wendell and Jonathan Isaac, Gary Harris as well has been banged up a lot the last couple of games. Guys are playing that are hurt, right? Guys are banged up right now that are going through it that are sick. In uh, there trying, and I gotta think. Hopefully, some of these guys are close. Because if I'm watching that, I'm thinking, man, I gotta get out there and help. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, help is on the way. I want to get you my call of the game and get your thoughts on this real quick before we duck in a break. Uh, this call of the game is brought to you by Glip from RingCentral. We think the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by RingCentral. Visit Glip.com to learn more. They said it wouldn't work. Matt Lloyd and company. Right, the, Matt Lloyd joins the Minnesota Timberwolves and his boss. Uh, Tip Connolly, I believe, is there in Minnesota now, pulls off the trade for Rudy Gobert. They give up all these draft picks, all this capital, Walker, Kessler. Everybody last year spent the whole year saying how crazy they are. Minnesota couldn't get it, right? Not to mention Carl Anthony Towns hadn't gone through training camp. He was hurt much of the year. They barely squeeze into the eighth spot, 42 and 40, right? They have to get the play-in scenario to get eighth. And then they draw Denver in the first round, and they lose four games to one. Done. See you later. It's a nice trade, right? Great job. Everybody said it wouldn't work. Looks like it works pretty good right now. With those two, that's the best defensive team and it's, and it's not even close. It's by far every defensive metric that you look at, they are far and away the best team and Rudy Gobert is dominant there in the middle. I think personally they have three all-stars. I, if they're the best team in the Western Conference, I think Karl-Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert each make their fourth All-Star game and I think Anthony Edwards is an All-Star obviously for the second time. But isn't that funny? What what a change for that team who got kicked and kicked and kicked by every social media, every media pundit that there was last year, and now look at what this team has done.
1: Yeah, it's a. I think it's a great example to, you know, let's let things play out. You can't judge a trade 30 games into the year, especially when the whole trade was made, I, in my opinion, with key, with um, sort of freeing Carl Anthony Towns to do the things that he is very good at doing. He's an offensive-minded big man. That guy moves with the basketball like oh. like a guard, and yeah. and he's in. He was five for five from three point range last night. So not having Carl Anthony Towns healthy last year probably was our first clue that we should let this thing breathe for a little bit and see what it looks like. <laughs> yes. Not to mention it was a five you know one of those five game sweeps against Denver. Did anybody else play Denver as tough as Minnesota did in that first round? I mean, they, at the very least, good point. I think good point. The horses match up with a team yep. like Denver, real quick before the break, let me ask you this because Brandon asked me on the broadcast last night I thought it was a good question. Who, What kind of team gives Minnesota trouble when you look at the Western Conference? Is it a, is it a good shooting perimeter team, the Clippers, the Suns, a team like that? Who, who do you think might might be their foil when, when we get into the Western Conference postseason? Well, I
0: think the Clippers is a great guess. I, I think you, because the way they're playing right now, I don't know if anybody can beat the L.A. Clippers. I mean, they're just absolutely absolute machines right now. But if you get a team like Golden State, you know uh, that that just can light it up from beyond the arc, right? So if it, if they, like, yeah. if imagine that they have this magical year, win the Western Conference, Golden State sneaks in at at as a play in scenario, and then grabs eight. Would you want if you're them? Would you want Golden
1: State? No, no. But I, of, but it, not but if they, Dray, not if Draymond is is uh well that's true is <laughs> doing, doing he's a model. one two one one two three. <laughs> what the heck is
0: bothering me? <laughs> he's, which is coming, which is that's it, absolutely coming. I know a lot there. we got to spend all day tomorrow on, on. Uh, on, on the whole uh, Draymond Green situation. But but I think even that being said, they would absolutely ruin anybody in the paint because those guys are monsters with, with Towns and Gobert. So there's no team that can keep them out of the middle, which I think is huge. And then if they're shooting threes, uh, then watch out. But then, oh, that's a good question. But I, I do think it would be a perimeter shooting team yeah. or just a veteran team like the Clippers who will potentially – could get on a roll and beat absolutely anybody there in the Western Conference. More coming your way on Magic Drive Time here in just a moment. See the Orlando Magic face their Sunshine State rivals, the Miami Heat, on Sunday, January 21st. Be live at Kia Center and catch Anthony Black, Wendell Carter Jr., and the rest of the Magic as they go against Bam out Bio and the Heat. Buy your tickets at OrlandoMagic.com. More coming your way on Magic Drive Time in a moment. Magic fans. Show your team spirit by purchasing an Orlando Magic specialty license plate today. Visit an authorized motor vehicle office near you to apply for the new plate today. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Orlando Magic Youth Foundation.
1: The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles also offers the opportunity to purchase gift certificates for specialty plates for your favorite Magic fans. Visit orlandomagic.com slash license plate for more information.
0: How do you measure the
1: human spirit? In points? Distance?
0: Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, You're gonna see a lot of this play. The game is on.
1: Just outstanding. Good
0: for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Young Put that on your highlight. Oh, young fella. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app.
1: Game, guys now listen up in business to have a winning streak you need a dependable partner by your side a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded when it comes to agility and performance city national bank the official bank of the orlando magic has the playbook to help you take your best shot visit citynational.com for more information city national bank is member fdic Today we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Len hey. and Lime Hello. for Starry Lemon Lime Soda.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda?
0: It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon-lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free.
1: Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're
0: both important.
1: So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No,
0: that doesn't sound right.
1: Ooh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop hip? Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat, whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute. With their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section and make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash orlando magic
0: this is mo Wagner of the orlando magic and you're listening to magic drive time with dante and jake only on 96.9 the game and welcome back to magic drive time presented by international diamond center dante marketelli jake chapman here with you on this wednesday evening the magic are off tonight they're off tomorrow and then we take off tomorrow to head to miami that'll be next for the orlando magic we'll have it for you friday night 7.30 7.30 right here on 96.9 The Game and 7.30 on Valley Sports Florida. And, Jake, I'm I'm really curious if the person that put this upcoming schedule together uh, had any access whatsoever to a map uh, or if they took any kind of geography class whatsoever. I, I don't know how you send a team to Miami very similar to what you did to Minnesota last night. So Minnesota played here last night, and then tonight, in about an hour, they're going to tip off in Boston. That's about as difficult a back-to-back as there is, right? So this Magic team will take off on Thursday. They'll head to Miami, and then on Saturday, they will take on Oklahoma City. That is your back-to-back, Miami to Oklahoma City. Then you'll go Oklahoma City to New York, come all the way back over to the East Coast, and then the only part of that trip that makes sense is hitting Atlanta on the way home, right? So you go New York, at least it's an early game, right, Uh, MLK Day uh, on Monday. Then you'll come home, you'll hit Atlanta, and then you come back to Orlando. This this has the potential to be maybe their most difficult trip of the season, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, just just all, and I'm not sure if we would have said this at the beginning of the year, although maybe we would have, just the back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. The yeah, old exactly. Miami-Oklahoma City back-to-back. I mean, that is absolutely insane. Uh, you're going to lose an hour. You're going to go to Oklahoma. Very tough place to play. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Real quick, Alan Horton told me last night. Um, the Minnesota wasn't flying out last night after the game because of the weather on the East Coast. Oh my goodness, stay overnight and fly out early this morning, which is you talk about screwing up your schedule a little bit. Wow. Uh, but we're we're getting done after the game. We're wrapping up post game. He's still sitting there d- doing notes and stuff. Uh, and I'm going, what, what are you doing? And he said, that, he said that it's because of this windstorm on the East Coast. They won't let us. They won't let us fly out. So, yeah, you talk about, oh my talk about crazy travel. Um, I don't even know. Is, is that even legal? Can, can you fly out in the morning of a game? And Have, have you ever seen stuff like you that? Funny? It has you, to happen time to time.
0: Yeah, it has to happen. Only weather situations. And I, and I can remember being in New York. We had a home game after we played the Knicks, and it was a terrible snowstorm. They shut down LaGuardia except for one last plane. The Orlando Magic had to get home. I remember sitting on that runway, right, where they cleaned out one little strip, narrow strip, for the front wheel of a plane so that we could get out. And we're all looking at each other thinking, the airport's closed for a reason. (laughs) We shouldn't be sneaking planes out. Like, what are we doing here? But uh, but obviously, they got the clearance and the FAA approved it. But uh, we got out and we were fine. But the NBA does not want to cancel games. And they do not want to. uh, But they're not going to jeopardize anybody's safety. So, obviously, it was... We had a little window in New York where we could be the last plane to get out, and if they feel it's not safe for them to get up there, then then they'll make that call. But uh, that's how they used to do it back in the day, and that's what they have to fall back on. So, they, you know, back the, you would play, you know, when Jeff Turner played and all that, you'd play a game like they did last night, and then you'd take the first flight out this morning. First and thing go, smoking. First thing, <laughs> then get up and go commercially to the next city. So that's our upcoming schedule, our, our upcoming games look ahead, powered by Ticketmaster, and it's certainly not going to be easy. Uh, for this Orlando Magic team. But you're going to go down to Miami and you're going to play a team without Jimmy Butler. They haven't had him uh, since the calendar flipped to January. And I think if you can start getting some bodies back, Jake, you're a half a game out of fourth here in the Eastern Conference. They say they say the Magic, by all the metrics, have the easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. I don't see it. I don't know how they view all of those things. But if you can come through this next two or three weeks and still stay connected, still say a, a, a few games above 500 man, you could really go on some kind of a run the second half of the season.
1: Yeah, the strength of schedule thing is we, we've we got some games against some of the less than 500 teams right, in, right. in the league coming up soon. Which we haven't had, which we just have we not had, had recently. Exactly. And if you look at and in, in March, and I'll say this too, the strength of schedule thing, it, that's just opponent win percentage. It doesn't account for the fact that we've got a big eight-game homestand in March, which could that's be right. awesome, um, all things considered. And But with that said... That's a little bit later. Like the, the the odds are going to even out in the month of February and into March. Right now, the the rest of January, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind. And we've been talking about it basically since before Christmas. And about a six week stretch here, uh, end of December, and then most of the month of January, where it was gonna be tough. And so this is gonna be a really tough road trip. Got to get healthy. Um, and we know that Miami without Jimmy Butler is still very very good. There, oh my are goodness, star building uh smacked us around Tyler Hero was the man of the night that night and so you know regardless of what which all-star they're missing yeah which exactly to be somebody when you play Miami um uh, it's gonna be tough so it should be a good one on Friday
0: well and you don't give uh, Eric Spolstra eight years and 120 million dollars oh, if my goodness if he wasn't capable right reportedly eight years and 120 million dollars if he wasn't capable of just
1: plugging in the next guy was that incredible What's the time? It's good. Why does that happen today? I, that was my only question. Is it interesting? Did, did it just take a while? I that was I was I was a little interested in that, but that I mean that's very interesting. That yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm walking you. I'm locking you up because I'm gonna be on a boat in five years, and I want you to be running this entire thing, right? <laughs> what, like,
0: and I'm this is your operation, do. yeah. And 110 of it is deferred, like Show Itani. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's a it's a heck of a signing, and he can do that. He's Pat Riley, and that'll be next for the Magic coming up on Friday down in Miami. That'll do it for Magic Drive Time. We'll be back tomorrow six o'clock right here, ninety six nine. The game.